Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. And hello again, my name is Phil Thompson. And I'm Steve Lacey. There you go, you got the cue that time, Steve. Good job. All right, good deal. So this is I the can church. Be trained. You can be trained. You are trainable. Yeah. This is the Church Solutions Podcast, and this is episode number two hundred and two. It's. I mean, I think it really is two hundred and two. I know a lot of you listen to podcasts, right? And they always tell you what the episodes are. Yes, they do. I never do. We never do. And so you never we usually listen to just, podcasts. I, well, I listen to some <laughs> podcasts, but oh, okay. but it has to do with other things. But but I, I think you know we usually just make up a number. Uh, but but this is actually sure. I, think, I think it's two oh two. I think it's episode two oh two. And we missed the celebration for two hundred. So sorry. Oh well. And now we get to look forward to two fifty or three hundred, huh? Yeah, we could do that, you know. So all right. yeah. All right. So we're a we're a tech company. As if you listen to us, you know we do streaming video mobile apps and content management, church management stuff, and we work we do a lot of tech stuff, but as we always say, we are very much involved in church work and we love churches. We love ministry. We are all involved in our churches. And so we have a heart to help churches. And uh, we talk about tech things. And sometimes we talk about other subjects that are kind of related that should help you as a volunteer or a pastor or senior pastor. And what are we talking about today, Steve? So today we're talking about how culture is moving forward and we don't want to leave the church behind. I mean, yeah. Culture is very different than it was even just a few years ago. So yeah. we're going to highlight, is there 10? Yeah, I think there is 10, unless There's I change 10 it. points on how the culture has changed. And I'm pretty excited about these. You sent me the notes prior, and I thought, oh, these yeah. are really good. I think so, I edited the notes again, but I think the original, we, we were talking about calling it something like cultural trends that leaders must not ignore. Yeah. And, and, and I think that's true. And then I also, this has a lot to do with strategy, your strategy versus your mission. And so I, I just want to make this clear, uh, at least from my perspective, is the truth that your mission, obviously, it's it's sacred. It's something you feel like you're supposed to do. You feel like you've got a calling from God to do your mission. It's a sacred, set-apart thing. But here's what I what we're really going to talk about today. Maybe you won't agree with this, or maybe you will, but your method. How you accomplish your mission, your method, your strategy, your approach, your plan. Uh, that's not necessarily sacred, in my opinion. That's that's that can be you can modify that and change that. Right. And I think you should if you've been doing ministry over the years for a long well, time. Yeah. If you if you don't and the culture has changed and you're right. you know flipping transparency, I don't know, you know, whatever old thing that we, our, my, my church used yeah. to do. Yeah, um, I did then, it too. Yeah, then uh, you're you're not going to, you know, you're not going to reach yeah. the culture. Culture has different expectations now. And, and having um, four boys that are all in that uh, millennial age, you know, oldest is 29, youngest 22. So I get, you know, I get exposed to it a lot. With their girlfriends and wives, and so I yeah. kind of, you know. Plus, I don't know. I, I get out a little bit, and I you do get out. Listen to a lot of read a lot of books and read and listen to a lot of podcasts. I, I don't know if you get out so, a lot, but you do listen to a lot of podcasts. You usually I, you don't like to get out much, but 
Yeah, Your wife has to drag that's true. This. But I do uh, read a lot of books and I do listen to a lot of podcasts. So you do very good. I kind of keep it up with the culture. Yeah, as opposed to me, who I get out a lot, but I just waste my time. But but anyhow, all right. So let's jump into this, and I'd love to hear some feedback from people about this because this some of this might be a, a no brainer, and some of it might be a little bit. Eh, I don't know if that's true. So so let's talk about well, what we think is the obvious. So the first point, and that would be online is here to stay. Online is here to stay. Now I think that's a no brainer. But, you know, the bottom line is this, you, you know, you would go to church, you'd, you'd hear a message, you'd hear the music, and then you would get a cassette, maybe, if you really liked it, or maybe a CD if the church was really advanced. <laughs> yeah, I was asking just, yeah, there were, yeah, I, I, just quick side note, I was, I was asking my wife, I said, that car we had that we got married, in, that, that we bought when we first got married, did it have a cassette player? Or did it have a CD player? <laughs> so anyway, yes. So and now everything. I mean, we, we call this the online, but it's basically everything's on your phone. Yeah. So exactly. Yeah, it's so, in the cloud. Usually, it's online. So, it's the phone. And, and, and yeah. people that you know, yeah. they just they're doing all this stuff, getting exposed to media, getting influence, and I'm one of them too. You just yeah. need a phone. All you need is yeah. a phone. You go to the concert. You do it on your phone. You you know communicate with people. It's all on your phone. That's true. Absolutely. And so that is here to stay, folks. And so the, the question is, what are you as a key volunteer, a tech person, or, or, or just somebody listening to this podcast that's involved in your church, either as a leader or a pastor, you know, what are you doing to continue to embrace the online world just beyond this, you know, website? Okay, we have a website. We, we got a website. Okay, good. But, you know, just beyond that, or even beyond a podcast, maybe you're advanced and you're doing a podcast or maybe you're really doing some stuff like Facebook. What else can you do? And and that's a question you're going to have to answer. Right. But there's lots of things out there. And so. you need to support where the culture is at today. Yep. And um, I mean, I, I don't have a crystal ball, but I can make my predictions here. It was first, you know, the web with the Internet. And then it was the phone with the internet and computer on your phone. Mm -hmm. And I think the next wave is going to be smart speakers. So, and where you're talking to things. So the interface okay. where you, you were typing in URLs or putting, um, you know, at Joey, you know, Smith's deal, you're just going to be, you're going to be talking to stuff and it's going to be talking back to you. Yep. So I think, I think that's it's... where. Things are going. So anyway, you got to at least catch up with, you know, getting, having a website, you're there, getting your site and everything mobile um, friendly and doing more mobile friendly stuff is, is yeah. good as well. But, you know, yeah. I guess the leading edge guys are then starting to look at and we can help you with that, too. We so, certainly can. Yeah, that's yes, part we of what we can want develop apps for yeah. our friend. Um Echo, she's sitting right next to me, so I can't say her name. Amazon, oh, she, oh, Alexa, Alexa, right? Yes, yes, she would, she would start talking to me if I, yeah, if well, I mentioned that name. Uh, and, and and by the way, you like you can hear the Church Solutions podcast. But I do it. I have Alexa, and I have Google. I guess it's Google Home, yes. which is kind of the answer to Alexa. And, and I can say. Uh, again, I don't want to say it here because it's right by my microphone here. But like Alexa is somewhere else, so I can say Alexa, play the church solutions podcast and it will play it and it will also play my, my own church's podcast and, and Google will do the same thing. You know, if I do, Hey Google, yeah. but yeah. anyhow, 
So, yeah. So anyway, where the culture's changing and that's kind of where the culture's at. I think they're transitioning from towards the phone. They're, I mean, towards the, right. you know, I guess call them smart speakers mm-hmm. and everybody's coming out and, you know, Apple has one now and yeah. actually there's a ton of different ones and they're affordable and, and I don't know, you get, yeah. uh, people, people just love them. Non-techie people just love mm-hmm. them. Yeah. And we won't get into the to the question of are they listening to you because we won't get into that. But but <laughs> I'm sure there's some people that might say that. In fact, you and I had a little discussion yeah, a couple of weeks ago about like a news that. news thing I read. But anyhow, let's not get on that horse. Yeah, the camera's on my phone or monitor. I mean, my computer monitoring me now. Anyway, right. well, let's moving right. on. Number yes. two. Number two. And I guess uh, I spoiled this one a little bit, huh? You but did. you did, but it's okay. <laughs> Uh, Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi, and as you said, smartphones, they are here to stay. And so, uh, and, and I bring this point up because a lot of times in church, there's this, you know, if you're, there's a freak out. Uh, I mean, I've seen some pastors freak out about like, oh, you know, do do not have, don't bring your phones in here or, or don't put your phones out during my message. And, and I understand the, the feeling of, hey, we want people focused. We don't want phones going off. We don't want people watching video <laughs> during a service, you know, of something else, especially. But but the bottom line is uh, you can, people can use their phones and actually add to, add value to well, your message. They're going to do it anyway. I mean, there's, you know, as you're, as you're speaking and getting your message, they're going, hmm, was Abraham, how old was he? Uh, you know, I was you know, always wondering, you know, and they get their phone out and start looking stuff up. Well, we do it all the time. <laughs> we do it with our smart speaker now. Tima and I will be watching uh, TV and something will come on and she'll go, you know, she, she's more interested in, is he still married to such and such? Or how old are they? Or, right. you know, so she's asking our, <laughs> our smart speaker all these things while the thing's going on. And so people yeah. in your congregation, you're, they're probably, you know, they're seeing that. Already, so the culture yeah. is is already wanting to um, you know have their have right. internet access and, and a way to get at it to I don't know supplement right. what they're hearing or mm-hmm. double check yeah. you make sure that you're telling the truth. You know? Yeah, and 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 you know we've talked about this for years now, but that is you know. You could put, you can actually embrace this in your messages. I mean, you could you could have surveys that people could answer in real time while you're talking. You could do polls. You could do different things. In, I mean, while you're speaking, uh, if you really want to take step out there and embrace it, there's some things that you could do, and people could actually interact with you during your message. Right. If, if you and get we had a, yeah. We actually created an app that was what five or six years before its oh, yeah. time because yeah. it was all geared for doing this interactivity, this interactive yeah. service with the congregation participating with yeah. the speaker. But yeah, so. and, and I, I again, I, I understand the pastor's concern. Like, I don't want people distracted and all that. But but again, you know, there's a discreet way to do it, and you don't have to blast the volume. And, and I think. I think, as you were saying, look, it's here to stay. So they're going to do it. Sit. The culture is doing it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. they're going. Yeah, they're going, and they're getting their phone out and they're sharing. You right. know, they're, you know, to get to a concert, they've got the phone up. You know, going, I'm at the this and that concert. This is so cool. And you you right. want them raising their phone. I'm listening to this guy. He's got the best points I've ever heard. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah, if you can't beat them, join them. And I really think <laughs> you can embrace, well, you can embrace it. And it can be a positive thing. All right, so let's move on here. Because I know you have to go eat lunch or so, something. So, 
Interaction is a must. Again, kind of what we were just talking about. Uh, interaction. People really want to interact. I, I think the days of sit there like a good boy or girl and just listen to the person lecture, I mean, that's still there. It's still part of the culture. But the new culture is moving in more, and they want to be interactive. They right. want to be uh, – I have a small church I work with, about 100 people, and they love it when we change the seating and we have we have these little tables, just little tables, and you can put four or five chairs around a little table, and they just love it. And it gives them a feeling of, I don't know what it gives them, it's just, it's just a more of a homey effect or something, yeah. And, yeah. and they can interact more. And Go ahead, I'm yeah, sorry. But I was just... In our notes, we have a very tweetable uh, phrase here, so I wanted to throw that out. Yeah. You know, a church without conversation is a church without converts. Um, I think that's that's good. Who said that? Anyhow, I don't know. Did you make that up? I think is that I you, did. Phil? I, I think You're I did. You're the man, huh? Well, uh, every once in a while, a blind squirrel you know, gets an acorn. <laughs> but I, I think interaction more than ever is necessary, which is why one of the reasons with our streaming video with streamingchurch.tv, uh, you were ahead, well, you were even ahead of the thing before we did video with myflock.com. You made it very interactive and very social related before Facebook, before these other guys came out. Put us uh, in too, a big shadow. Too bad you're not a billionaire like those guys are. <laughs> but, uh, but even with our streaming video, I mean, you can be very interactive on the platform, have video and also have an interactivity. So it, it's something that I think this... I think people crave it. I think the culture is moving that way more and more. And, and I think it gives people an opportunity. And some churches, you can't put a table around because you don't have the room or whatever. My church, you can do that. But there's still some opportunities. You can create opportunities for interaction, uh, if not during the main service, which I understand is hard, but before or after. Yeah. And, and well, if you have our app, you can definitely interact during the service. There you go. There All right, go. we're probably going to need to pick the pace up, huh? Because yes. we're only to number three here. Yeah, we got to move here. So, All right, so this number, is an easy one. Go ahead. Number four, guilt needs to go. Guilt needs to go. Uh, and I know churches still use this, but it, it really grieves me. If I can be kind of religious here, it grieves my heart. I, I just think guilt, I've always said this, but guilt used to motivate people to change is ridiculous. And, uh, you know, if you guilt people to come to God, you got to keep guilting them this to stay with God. And so uh, more than ever now, this culture more than ever is, is rejecting any kind of guilt. Uh, I had a pastor tell me the other day, uh, this was a few years ago, he was pastoring a church in Minnesota. And the, the one of the families invited him over and the lady said to him, she goes, you know, I don't really like the way you speak. And he goes, oh, okay, tell me more. And she goes, you just don't make me feel bad. And her background was if if you weren't getting beat up, you know, if, if her background was was if you weren't using the Bible to make me feel guilty and make me, you know, motivate me to change by feeling miserable, and you weren't a good speaker, and and she was from a little well, bit of an older generation. Yeah, she's not part of this current generation. No, so. not at all. And 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 the the culture. Guilt is, I don't, I, I think guilt in any, in any venue, I think guilt is not good. I think it's wrong, right. especially in, 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 uh, in, in church stuff. So anyhow. So these are, yeah. So we're getting, we're just kind of highlighting where the culture is at today. Right. Some 10 aspects of the culture. Right. So, you know, they're yeah, online, they have smartphones, they're interacting, they don't, you know, no. guilt is not a motivator. Right. So 
and number five, I think, is very true as well, is they don't trust you. They don't so, trust you. Yeah. And and look, don't take it personally. But people will people will trust authority, but authority has to be earned, right? I mean, and and it, I think years ago, people kind of gave authority the benefit of the doubt, maybe as some people did anyhow. But that's going away, and you know, because of of screwball things that people have done and bad decisions that pastors and people in authority have made. Uh, that's kind of done that. So and this is, I mean, it's not necessarily an unhealthy thing. It's just the way it is. Right. I mean, I, I can see myself in these positions as well. Just given the current culture and what's going on, it's probably, you know, people, you don't want to trust people with that. You don't know that you're, you've just been exposed to, you got to give them some time to establish trust. It was, yeah. you know, especially just, in a faith environment. Yeah. Go ahead. Did I cut you yeah. off? Go ahead. No, no, no. I mean, I was, we, we were listening to a, a recent sales pitch from somebody else and they were down to the point where get your credit card out. And I'm like, dude, it's going to take you more than the 20 minute talk we just had for me to trust and, you know, give my money to you. It's right. not, it's yeah. I've got to do some due diligence. I've got to, you know, seek some wise counsel and, and you know, it's just, just kind of the way it is. Whereas, I don't know, maybe years ago, maybe I'm missing out, but, Years ago, maybe people would say, wow, this guy's legit. You know, he's in a, a position of authority and, and he's telling me it like it is. And, you know, if yeah. I don't pull out my yeah. credit card right now I'm, and trust this guy, I may yeah. miss a great opportunity. So anyway, yeah, so I think I, the culture doesn't, I mean, out of the box for a, an initial meeting or initial exposure, they basically, they don't trust. Right. So, And it could take months. Uh, of people attending your church before they really begin to feel feel comfortable and trusting. So I guess my question to you as a leader, uh, I'm talking to our podcast audience here. You know, uh, you know what? How how is the way you exercise authority worthy of people's confidence? You know, and so you really want to take it slow and you want to demonstrate, uh, give people you know an opportunities to to see who you are as a person, or, or just recognize. The fact that you've got to earn some trust. I mean, as you yeah. speak, and um, you've got to, you know, sure. just just recognize where people are at. So it's yeah. where the culture's at. It's moving that Guys way. walk in the doors for the first time. They don't know you. You don't know them. They're, right. you know, their default position. I mean, and this is this is just the cultural average. There's definitely going to be people that would that that are more trusting than others. So, but we're just kind of pointing at it's, what's the culture today. So. Right. Number six goes right with this, right? So yeah. the fact that they don't trust you ties into the fact that they don't trust organizations and they don't trust churches. So because yeah, churches ever. are an organization. Yeah, more, more than ever. And, you know, the numbers, Gallup poll, is, you know, it's declining. People going to, to church has declined steadily. So the, the answer to this is just simply this. you got to show people how your church, how your organization, how your ministry can help them. And and, uh, and and help others, uh, and because by by default, again, they they're not going to trust you just because you're there, you know. So how are how is your church demonstrating this? How do they demonstrate trustworthiness? And I think a lot of this has to do with you know what are you doing to help your community? Uh, how are you helping people that that need help? And and uh, you know in the area, and do people your people see that? 
and can they get on board with that? So they don't trust churches. That's a that's a given because of the things we've seen, especially. So yeah. So all right. So we move so on. Number number seven on our list. Yeah. Highlighted as they don't they want to know your vision. Yeah. They, they really do. And uh, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, I kind of what what this boils down to is um, the millennials are very cause based. So you look at employers and who they're who they're willing to be employed by and that sort of thing. A primary concern is if there's a cause that they buy into, then mm -hmm. they're going to be all in. So, they, you know, your vision is basically, you know, what's your cause? Where, where are you, you know, where are you going? And they want to have a cause beyond um, themselves that they can tr right. can contribute to. Yeah, absolutely. And millennials are are really many of them are very motivated to to to, to jump into things. You know what I mean? Uh, and so they want to know your vision. And again, I, I think you can easily do this almost every message. You can slip it in there in whatever whatever message you're giving or topic you're giving. And not just not not just if you're a pastor, but if you're leading teams, volunteer teams, and tech and greeters and ushers, you can always slip your vision in the vision of the church and the vision of the team in there. And that will really fortify what you're trying to do, which leads to number eight. I'm just going to move on here if that's okay yeah, with for you. It. And that is, you know, is can you add value to, to, the, to these people that are coming to your church? So again, they, this next generation, they really do believe they've got some potential to change, to change the world. Uh, there's a guy we've had on, and you probably ought to have him, have him on again. What was his name, Steve? Zach? Is it Zach? He's here oh, in yeah, Tucson, right. and he's doing a lot of stuff. He's got his own little radio show now on my old station, and uh, he's a you know very committed Christian, and he's also involved in his in, in the city government here in Tucson or trying to get involved and do right. things to help to change. He's got a vision to change. So, you know, if he comes to your church, what is it you can add to help him continue to move forward? You know, is, is your vision motivating them and adding value to the people that come to your church so that they feel equipped and enabled to, to not only fulfill maybe the church's vision, but also kind of tag well, that on to just, what they're doing? Yeah, I mean, it's it's you got to provide, you know, they're buying into the cause. You know, they, they, they got they see your vision and they say, oh, that's a great vision. What you need to do is provide an opportunity for that to gain legs. Right. So for, you know, in our example with with uh, Zach, you know, he's a vision for transforming our city. Mm -hmm. And he's, you know, everybody's like, oh, that's a great vision. And, uh, you know, it's a great cause. We need to transform our city. And then he provides avenues for people to get involved. He says, hey, mm -hmm. we're doing a, um, a charity run to help this nonprofit out. You know, you right. can mm -hmm. you can give this thing legs by just, you know, showing up and doing your part, you know. So, and with the church, it's a lot, you know, if you're very mission driven, you know, and if you provide opportunities for local mission opportunities in your own town where they can go and, you know, work in the, um, in the homeless shelter or, you know, serve in the bread line, you know, mm -hmm. that, or yeah. Habitat you know, for humanity, those kind of things. Right. Yeah. Know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. So, uh, again, it's, you know, Sunday morning is more than just speaking a message, but it's also including these things in what's happening in your church so that it, it adds value. All right, so then that number nine is people look for reviews. 
So that's what this culture is moving, moving more towards. Uh, Steve, you're probably familiar with this. I mean, you, you know, oh, you yeah. can, you, there's, there's apps a, out there. I'm a major advocate of this. I mean, we were talking about these guys that approached us, was it last week or two weeks ago? A couple weeks ago. And, you know, my number one thing was I, I really, you know, my trust was low. So I, you know, I didn't completely trust what they were saying. I wanted to know what un, um, what's the others were saying those right. that had no investment in the in them were saying about them so i think that's i mean i think that's why we have amazon today right if they had not included the ability for customers to review products mm-hmm. um that's half their offering there you know besides making it easy to to purchase it's you want to see what other people are saying and you want right. that five star with a big number with three thousand people yeah. Same. And I learned this something from you with, with Amazon is, is you go and you look at the at the at the at the one star reviews. So you don't start with the five stars. You go you go to the bottom and look at what the one and two stars are saying first. Right. I've seen oh, you do when that. I'm looking. Yeah. No, yeah I you're don't looking look for, for the, a product. I don't look for the product. I want. Yes. I'm looking for a product. I want to have a lot of reviews. And yeah, I want to go to the guys that are really ticked off about it. Right. This product that I'm considering. Yeah. And to see, you know, for me, what it tells me is. I'll look at it and go, oh, they were, they're all mad because some lame thing, in my opinion, you know? So I go, ah, you know, they gave them a one star because they're mad about the box came with a bunch of dents in it, you know? I'm like, well, that's not the fault of Amazon or the people that made the part, you know? Right. So anyway, yeah. Yeah. It's getting off track there. But so, you know, you can actually have reviews now for your church, right? I mean, uh, I think you can check in and do reviews. You can, uh, you can put a, I can't, I should have probably looked this up a little more detail, but there's, there's actual, I mean, there's, there's like restaurants have what, what is the, you can go on and you can, Yelp. Yelp Yelp. The, you can do a Yelp review for a church. Yes, you can. So, and I know there's some people listening to this podcast and watching this video and they're rolling their eyes about it, but you know what? Well, you're looking that direction yeah, within Google. You, most of the churches now are going to have a Google account, you know, with Google as a, you know, because of as, as, as a business slash organization right. and people will review there. And one of the things just you've got to stay on top of is people are reviewing, you know what they're saying and we need to reply to the reviews. So if right. somebody gives you a one star, you need to go, hey, we're so sorry that, you know, you had this bad experience. We want to make it better by, you know, X, Y, Z. And then that shows that shows that, you know, people look at these yeah. reviews and like, oh, this guy ranted and no one ever said anything. That's yeah. a terrible mark on the yeah. church that means the church doesn't care right and they're they're either unaware which is probably what most churches are right but they're either unaware or they don't care and both of those are bad so anyway yeah. all right uh, yeah reviews so keep, yeah. are very important they really are all right so the last but not least rest in peace cash and checks are dead yes cash so. and checks are dead now i mean they're maybe not totally dead but Personally, and, and again, the, the, we're talking the, the culture here, the millennials and this new culture. Most of the time, they're they're pulling out a debit card or a credit card. And you may be against credit cards, but they're they're using that, or they're or they're paying for something online using PayPal or something. But or I mean, personally, for me, money to their buddies via Venmo. Yeah, there's there's different apps out there. I can't remember the last time I wrote a check out to my church. And I give to my church. Don't get me wrong. I don't yeah. use checks. I don't give yeah. a cash. I was in small group last week and we were talking about this. And I go, 
I don't remember ever writing. It's been so long. I don't think I've ever written a check to the church. It's just all online. Um, yeah. And I, and I understand that. I mean, you know, I'm, I do a little part-time gig and I, I'm executive pastor for this little hundred member church and we do get checks. But when we started to use giving online and PayPal, uh, we get a, a lot more gifts that way than people using checks and, and people still do use checks. Don't get me wrong. But what I'm saying is you need to begin to shift more towards making, making an opportunity for people to, right. to give and there's in a, a different way. A ton of highly reviewed, good mobile app, um, contribution systems out there. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, of course of we have a, yeah, we have a mobile app and, and we have it so you can put a link in for whatever system you use, whatever banking service you right. use, you can set, put it in there. You can do that on streamingchurch.tv. You have a link and people can give PayPal or what is it? Tithe or whatever the thing is called. There's different companies. Well, there's, a, there's a bunch of them. There's been a big, just, uh, I'll call it resurgence. I'd call it surgence of, um, mobile-based, text-based, um, giving right. apps have become really popular. And, and the argument, I know some people say, well, don't they take a chunk of money? Well, they take 2 or 3% usually, right? Uh, but it, the convenience, in my opinion, is worth pay, paying 3%. I, yeah, I, there's... I think it is. It, it, and I, I can testify, as the guy yeah. who handles the budget, when people give online, they well, give it's... more resources coming in. Right. I mean, there's a long-standing data on it applies to businesses, and it, probably there's the same data for churches. So if you provide the opportunity to pay with a credit card; they're going to spend 18% more. So, um, if you're, yeah. and that's an old, that's Dave Ramsey piece there, where there you, go. If you, if you're using a credit card, you're going to spend 18% more than you probably should have. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. And, you know, if you're against that, if you're a pastor listening, oh, I don't want my people given with their credit cards. Okay, well, here's the deal. You can also teach them financial classes, encouraging them to, well, to yeah, pay you, off their credit can, cards all the time so they don't give online with a debit, debit card. Too, do that or, too. So. You can do that too. So anyhow, there, there's pros and cons. But the bottom line is, again, as we talk about this podcast, it's we're talking about cultural trends. And if you right. ignore these trends, if you ignore these trends, you're 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 going to fall behind, uh, and you're going to see people go to other places that are embracing them. Right. That makes sense. anyhow. We're out of time. Yep. All righty. Imagine that. So, all right. So he's Steve Lacey. I'm Phil Thompson. Would love to get your feedback on this, folks. Support at streamingchurch.tv. That's one of our domains. You can send us an email. Love to get your pros and cons on this thing. Give it to us, good or bad. We would love to hear from you. And uh, subscribe to our podcast. It's called the Church Solutions Podcast. So I'm going to get out of here so we can let Steve go have lunch with his kids. <laughs> and, um, and meanwhile, I'll stay here and suffer. So. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Hey, folks, thank you for your time today. We appreciate that. We'll catch you next time on another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Take care.